Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. We're your hosts, Shannon and Mary, otherwise known as Maya and Electra. Through working with the Akashic Records, we have become aware of our connection to the rainbow realm, the highest point in the universe, or the pinnacle point. We're here to spread the knowledge of the rainbow realm from the Council of the Pinnacle to help you awaken to the truth of who you are. We cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. This is Shannon, and I am so excited to be sharing this space with you for the next hour and just thank you for being here i have such a magical episode for you all to listen to today it's a conversation between myself and a dear rainbow soul friend um, marco justice you may um know her on instagram as perspective justice um she is such an amazing soul and we connected Oh, a few months ago, and we started talking about the Akashic Records and about spirituality and consciousness, and then about yoga and Ayurveda and all of the amazing things. And Margot is a yoga teacher. She is studying Ayurveda, and she is just a beautiful celestial rainbow soul, but also super connected to the earth. So she has such a beautiful balance how she presents her soul on the earth and how she works with um, with the energy of the earth, essentially, and the energy of the stars. So I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. Something that Mary and I wanted to do from the start was to, to bring in um, rainbow souls to have them on the podcast to talk to other rainbow souls, to hear about their life journey, um, really make this such a beautiful community where all of us rainbow beings can connect. And so I'm really excited to be doing that with Margot to introduce you all to her and to share with you this conversation that we had, which is all about yoga, Ayurveda, consciousness, um, our spiritual journeys. Margot shares some amazing tips about how to get into a yoga practice and she talks about her journey which is has truly been so amazing (laughs) I just I mean everyone has such amazing journeys right and it's so such an honor to get to talk through um through the through everyone's different journeys with them every single person I get to talk to it's such an honor to hear about what journey they've been on and with Margot um I just absolutely loved having this conversation. We have so much to talk about, and it's just been really incredible getting to connect. We've never met in person. Um, We've connected via social media, which is true for so many um, of the amazing souls I've met this year, and truly it gives me a whole new appreciation for social media. And I'm sure many of you have experienced that as well. It's just been this really amazing year of connection, and... Yeah, I'm just really excited to share this conversation with you all. So we're going to get right into that. Um, Before we start, I just want to say that um, if you do feel called to rate and review this podcast after you listen to it, um, and you send a screenshot of that process to our Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters Instagram account, Mary and I would be so, so grateful and we'll send you a little... um, gift to say thank you because it really helps us be able to reach more amazing souls like yourself and also if you are interested in working with me in a spiritual um, conscious container my heal program is still open for applications Um, there is an early bird price that will be closing at the end of November so if you're interested I, I really encourage you to reach out to me Um, And we can do a little discovery call about it and see if it's what you're looking for. It's four to six months. It's really a deep dive into everything conscious, everything healing, everything about awakening and ascending. And I'm really excited about it. So I just wanted to throw that in here as well. And also, um, our soul sister, Catherine, and I are doing weekly sessions every Wednesday, 6 p.m. 
Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We've done two so far, and the one we did last night was, I'm recording this on a Thursday, we did one last night, and it was literally insane. <laughs> I've never experienced anything that amazing. So we'd really love to have you join us. It's super cheap. It's 11 bucks a session um, or for each session, and it's about an hour to an hour and a half. <laughs> so far, it's been about an hour and a half because we're really bad at keeping time, um, and it's so amazing to be in that space. So the link to sign up for that, I'll also put in the show notes, and yes, that's all I wanted to share. So without further ado, we're going to get right into this conversation with Margot. She is so amazing. At the end of the episode, she does mention where you can find her. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And happy listening. Okay, there we go. All right. Hello. 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 Say, well, I'm Margo. Um, say, I guess where I'm from right now, I'm in Colorado, um, in Cripple Creek, Colorado. So a small little mountain town up here in the middle of nowhere. It's absolutely fabulous. Um, say, but I'm kind of from all over the place. I was born into a military family. So we bounce like every two years or less. <laughs> um, so I've been kind of all over the place. Um, my family settled in Iowa after a few years. I was probably 11 or 12-ish. Um, and then I kind of grew up on a farm after that. So I raised livestock. I had goats. I had cows, horses, sheep, the whole shebang. Um, say, And I absolutely loved it. So it's something I'd love to get back into someday. Um, hopefully is like we could find a place uh, where we can have some land and build on that um, and have like our own little hobby farm once again say because there's just something absolutely magical about that kind of relationship um, that's like have with the animals with the land that kind of thing um, so I would very much love to do that again uh, say but for now I'm here in, in Colorado it's like I'm looking out my front window right now I've got a whole bunch of birds sitting out at the bird feeders and they're absolutely fun to watch um, but yeah say that's a little bit about me um, say I am a yoga guide I wear a multitude of hats um, so I teach yoga sometimes during the week um, say anything from vinyasa to gentle yoga I've taught dance classes I teach goat yoga and therapy dog yoga I do it all um, say and then I also I work part-time uh, say in home health care so as like I kind of work one-on-one -on -one with people in their homes um, getting them I guess in the best space as possible where they're at um, so it's like I do everything from say just helping with house chores to organization to, to med stuff all of that jazz um, say and what else do I do before COVID <laughs> say right now <laughs> Um, as like with, uh, it's kind of crazy. It's been a big question mark for me lately. Um, uh, but I did used to teach after school elementary art classes, um, which awesome. I absolutely loved. Oh my God. Yes. So young Rembrandts was the program that I worked for. And so I'd go into schools all over the Springs, um, say after school, and we would teach anything from cartoon drawing to actual character drawing, um, landscapes, all that jazz. Um, say in college, I actually uh, minored in design studies. Um, so that's like kind of my background there. I majored in psychology, but you know, anybody can major in psychology these days. <laughs> it's like, it's nice to have that foundation. I absolutely love having that background. Um, I realize now that I'm a few years like post-college that I really studied that because I wanted to understand myself more. Um, and so it's like, that's, I guess why I ended up studying psychology. It's like I spent so many years, um, it's like at least one semester each four years of college, like in counseling myself. So I have that perspective. Um, and after graduating, I realized like I didn't want to be uh, that type of counselor. Um, and so I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my psych degree. Uh, so, but I'm very glad I have it. Um, and I think it flows beautifully. Um, with what I do now as a yoga guide and I'm a full-time student also studying Ayurveda um, in herbal medicine and so it's like having that that base um, that background in psychology has been such like a beautiful platform essentially to jump off into these other avenues and have a deeper understanding of more than just what's going on in the physical body but what also is going on in like the mental and the emotional body yeah, I was going to say that's such a great background to have because so many of us who like are in this kind of space, um, mm -hmm. I feel like 
a lot of people don't have enough understanding of the mental body and, and how it works. And I mean, sure. I know for myself, that's something I want to, I've, I've took some psychology classes, but I, you know, it didn't take, uh, I didn't major in it. Um, it's something I want to, to definitely continue learning more about. Cause I do think it's really important. Like when we're working with people in any capacity to understand oh, the inner sure. workings of the mind, <laughs> It's so complex. Well, yeah. And that was my biggest reason for wanting to study it. I was just like, why is my brain doing things? It's like, I wanted to, to understand myself so that I better understand and connect with others. Um, say, and it's like, I had a rather um, like unconventional, uh, rather, I have a big blended family. Um, and so mm-hmm. my childhood was always kind of bouncing back and forth between parents um, say, and I have a plethora of siblings. <laughs> Um, and it was like my, my childhood at home was rather, um, turbulent and traumatic times. Uh, and so it's like, as I then moved in, um, and moved out (laughs) of my parents' home and moved into this college setting and really getting this, this time in this space to like explore myself, um, as just so much kept coming up for me once I was out of the, that home setting. Um, and it was just like all of this just ick kept coming up. And I was like, I don't know how to deal with it. I was like having panic attacks in the middle of the street that would literally like put me on my ass in the middle of the sidewalk. And I just had to have people walking by me. And I was like, I could not breathe. It was horrible. Um, and so I was like, after one experience like that, I marched myself right to the counseling center. I was like, I need help. <laughs> don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, so that was my freshman year. In my freshman year, I was actually studying animal ecology because I wanted to be like a, a zoo vet or like a wildlife rehabilitation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, but after that first experience um, in counseling and how much it kind of opened up this whole new world for me, this whole new perspective of seeing myself and understanding what had happened to me in my situation and why I was having these reactions and these behaviors. I was like, I wanted to understand so much more because I never wanted um, people I came across or worked with in my life to feel the way that I did at that time. I was like, I, nobody should feel like this because it's like literally felt like I was dying. <laughs> so I was just like, I, I never, I wanted to have tools um, available to both support me, but then to be able to hold space and help support others that were kind of in that a similar setting, a similar space. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of ended up studying psychology and it's like my favorites were obviously child development um, because that's kind of where my whole story and journey started was with the the child development um, psychology um, and then also personality psychology because I'm absolutely fascinated and obsessed with it so <laughs> so interesting well that you said yeah. personality now and so now I have to ask you for everyone listening what are your um what are your big three signs in astrology your sun moon rising so my big three in astrology, I'm an Aquarius sun, a Sagittarius moon, and a Virgo rising. Ooh, we're both Virgo rising. Yes. <laughs> and your north node, I think we have the same one, right? Yeah, Libra. north node and Libra, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and then human design for everyone listening to. Human design, I am a one three uh, generator with a sacral authority. Okay, yes. cool. So I know all so about the experience. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so many people in my life are one threes. Like, it's so funny. I like, yeah, it's like one of the, one of the most common profiles of people I meet. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I think it's fun how we like find each other. Uh, it's like so many of us have like similar profiles and it's like, you kind of find those people and it's like, without even realizing it's like, that's exactly what you're meant to do, especially like for me, like as a one, three, it's like, it's all about the, the learning. We're lifelong students um, yeah. say that, that teach learn uh, capacity there. And so it's, it's fun to find each other. Cause then we learn from each other and then we go and teach others. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's for me, cause I'm a two, four. So it's kind of cool to like, to have so many one threes in my life because you guys are like the lifelong students and you're like, you, well, this is a generalization obviously, but one, three is like, thrive in like that kind of learning environment um and I love to learn too like the two is like super you know loves to learn but also like likes to just be by itself as well so I kind of get to like learn from all of my one three friends and Mm -hmm. then I take it in myself and like let my consciousness my sphere whatever like bring out of it what it wants which is wonderful (laughs) 
Um, what about, um, do you know what your Myers-Briggs personality is? For some reason, I sure do. Um, I think it, it's so fun with that. Um, as like with Myers-Briggs, personality is never truly set. Like we have the ability to change our personality as we grow over time. Um, granted, minusculely, it's like you're not going to go from like an introverted to an extroverted most likely because that's a pretty big jump jump there <laughs> say but i am an infpa right now so uh introverted intuitive feeling perceiving um and then the a there at the end is assertive versus a t would be turbulent um so being assertive just means i i know who i am i'm able to stand like in my own space and not really let um like the influence of others sway me so much um it's like nope, this is me. I'm good. I'm, I know my lane. Um, however, before, um, I kind of jumped into psychology and worked on like all of my own healing and stuff. I was like all throughout college, like my, uh, my childhood, um, high school, all that jazz. I was actually an INFJ, um, T. So I was like, I had, uh, my P there at the end was, uh, judging, uh, and then also turbulent. So it's like, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> So. Okay, so that's super interesting. Yeah, in college, I, the first time I took the test, I was an INFJ, mm-hmm. and I don't remember. I don't remember if I was an A or T, but my guess would probably be T, <laughs> just based on like a bit of versus turbulent. And then I retook the test recently, and I was an mm-hmm. INFP uh, instead, yeah. which is so funny. And that's I think it was an A. Yeah, I like that's so because I was like. Oh, I kind of liked being an, like an INFJ because it's so rare that I was like, okay, right. thanks. <laughs> just that like eagle, like, oh, I'm so rare. But um, that's funny because I think the exact same thing has happened to me as I've like worked through the traumas and stuff and like yeah. grown into myself. I've, I've changed, which is for really sure. Fun. It's totally like proof of the the healing process that healing does happen over time. Um, even though like healing is never linear, um, but it's like we do grow and develop and it's like we learn to, to break patterns and cycles um, and create new ones. And so it's like, I, I personally, it's like, I love being more of a perceiving versus a judging. However, I do recognize I still have a lot of those judging tendencies, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, but, you know, I think everybody does in some capacity. That's just a human being trait right? <laughs> to we judge just, others in judge. judge situation. <laughs> Um, well, it's like, if you think about it, it's like, we need to have that ability to, to judge situations, to judge people as like safe, not for like physical safety, mm-hmm. um, say, but it's like, we're learning where to draw that line of like, my judgment's not needed here anymore. Yeah, <laughs> instead, exactly. it's like, how can I be more, more open and understanding, um, to it instead? Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Um, so before we jump into yoga, because I definitely want to talk about that. And I just want to say, it's really funny that we're like, um, I'm really curious to hear about your yoga journey in a second, mm-hmm. because, um, Mary, Mary has mentioned a, a few times, but she is like a train, she did do yoga training. Um, and I haven't yet, but I've, I've, yoga has been in my life since I was, um, eight and, uh, my family moved to India and my mom yes. had a yoga master come over to our house and teach us how to do yoga. And then she, she spent several years like working with the master and getting her certifications and all this stuff. Um, but I'm curious to hear your journey. And then at some point I'm going to have to have Mary like tell us more about her journey. Oh, for um, sure. I'd love to hear Mary's journey. Yeah. Um, but um, before that, I just wanted to go back really quickly. <laughs> um, I'm just curious. So you're, you're in Colorado. Did you come to Colorado for college? Is that why you came there or? uh... No. So I actually, I came to Colorado, um, after graduated college. Um, so I went to college at Iowa state university. Um, that's where my partner went. Um, so I graduated in May of 2017. Um, and afterwards, like I had told him like all throughout college, like once we're done, we have got to get out of the Midwest. I was like, I didn't care if we went East or we went West. I was like, we have just, we got to get out of the middle. Yeah. Um, it was like, like I said, I was born into a military family. So I was really used to kind of bouncing like every two years or less, like never really having like solid roots or building really strong connections or relationships, like even having a solid friend group. I was like, I never had that until I moved to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and even then as like, I, I recognize just 
part of my personality is like, I can be so aloof sometimes. <laughs> it's like, as like, I like, I adore my friends where it's like, we can talk like really in depth, like one night for like five hours and then not speak for the next two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, those are my kind of people, um, say those that are like incredibly independent and maybe that's an Aquarius thing. Who knows? Um, <laughs> say anyway, yes, yeah, back, uh, to, to Iowa. So I was like, I went to, to school at Iowa state, um, graduated in 2017. My partner still had a, uh, technically like a semester left, um, but he needed like a, an internship. Um, and so we started poking around. Um, and he found uh, an apartment out here in the Springs. And all of a sudden, like November of 2017, we came out here to, to look at it and signed the papers that day. Um, and then all of a sudden we were moving to Colorado. Um, so we <laughs> came here, yeah, um, actually officially moved then in December of 2017. Um, so, and my partner started uh, work um, for this one company, which he's actually still working for. Um, so he technically did like his internship with them. It was a paid internship and now he's just a full-time employee. Um, so yeah, that's what he did. Um, he graduated, uh, I guess in, oh, what would have been May, 2018. So I guess like technically like a year after me, uh, say, and then we've been here ever since, uh, say we were down in the Springs um, all the way up until just August of this year. Um, so in August this year, we purchased our house um, and started that journey up here. Um, so I know you can see behind me, my space is still all sorts of a mess, <laughs> but at least the walls are painted in here. So that's what I've been working on is painting walls and getting things organized. But obviously all of my stuff is still like in tote boxes and it's just absolute chaos. <laughs> I mean, I love the colors of the walls. They're a really beautiful green because I know yes. not everyone who's listening like can't see, but I really love right. it. <laughs> that's I was so like, that's my theme too. with this whole house. Yes. It's like, is to have like the house tell a story as you walk through it. And mm -hmm. so like all of the walls are like different shades of green. And so oh. I was like, we have at least like 15 different paint colors because I'm a lunatic. <laughs> so, but it's going to be absolutely beautiful. I'm like, I can see my vision. I don't think anybody else can see my vision yet, but it's there. <laughs> doesn't matter as long as you're the one as you're as long as you're holding it like right so <laughs> I love that yeah. oh my god uh well um thank you for sharing I was just curious about that because for I sure. uh, I love Colorado it's like it's one of my favorite states in the country oh, yes. like my grandparents lived in Grand Junction for mm -hmm. my entire childhood they just now moved this year so I just absolutely love the mountains they're just there's such a magic to they are. the mountains and there's just stillness up here as like like i said like cripple creek is actually like we are in the mountains um so we are on the opposite side of Lakes peak we're on the side of it. um and so it's like i get to see that like every morning as like what if i am driving out anywhere it's like this opposite side of pike's peak and it's like you see all the trees it's so much greener over here than on the east side of Pikes Peak, where it's a little bit more arid. Um, say, but so the first time we ever visited the west side of Pikes Peak, we were coming out to visit some uh, friends of ours. And I told my partner, I'm going to live and die in these mountains. And so that's exactly <laughs> what we do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yes, it's beautiful out here. Yeah, I do love to. Um, we're going on off on a little tangent, but you know, it's interesting. That's fine. I love. Um, <laughs> the fact that like the the mountains in Colorado are so like you can go to one part and it is really arid and like it's part it's like deserty and then the other side mm -hmm. is like beautiful greenery and forest yes. and grass and all of that and so you get the best of both worlds like I always loved that when I visited my grandparents because I could go to one side of the valley and it was like basically a desert and I could For go to the sure. other side I would be like up where it snowed and there like all the trees and forests <laughs> and it's it's like perfect you have both both and such a variety of comments <laughs> yeah truly um okay let's go into yoga <laughs> yeah so tell us your journey how did you discover yoga when did you do yeah how did you discover it and then where yeah, did you go from there for sure um well I first discovered yoga actually as a little girl um so I was a competitive gymnast growing up and so yoga was kind of like part of it it's like we did it more of like a warm-up kind of thing most of the time um however like as a yoga guy now I realize just so how out of alignment all of that yoga was but that was my first introduction to it um was in that setting and then also it was like my mom did it kind of 
growing up, that was like her, her workout routine was to do like a vinyasa yoga. Um, and so oftentimes I would hop in and do that. Her. And there was just, uh, I absolutely loved it. And like Shavasana at the end was always my favorite, just like laying dead on the floor. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say, so, but um, kind of fell off with yoga, like as I like kind of continued to go up and went into high school um, and didn't really rediscover it until my junior year of college. Um, and so, like I said, um, like a very turbulent childhood, a very turbulent college career. I, I spent at least one semester um, here, like in counseling therapy myself. Um, and so I was at the time still really struggling with uh, panic attacks and, and anxiety. So I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Technically, I was on student disability because I'd had so many head injuries. Um, or say not, I don't think they technically considered me like a traumatic brain injury, but enough concussions to be like, honey, you need help. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's like I spent, um, I was like, I would take my tests like in a testing center, low distraction zone kind of thing. Uh, and so it's like, I just had all of this going on. I didn't have any like healthy coping mechanisms. My first instinct was to go out and like smoke a cigarette and just like run from my problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times I would just like get in my car and drive with no destination in mind, smoking a cigarette the whole way. Um, which like I said, not healthy coping mechanisms in the slightest. <laughs> and so there was one night where it's like, I just, I really could not take it anymore. Um, and like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go out and smoke a cigarette. I didn't want to just go out and drive. Like, I just didn't know what to do with myself. And it was like, I am, um, and like in the middle of an anxiety attack. And for whatever reason, it's like some voice of reason came through, which I now recognize was like my higher self coming through and being like, wake up, honey. <laughs> so, but I was like, I put on, um, like a yoga with Adrian video. Um, and so it's like, just, I know it's like, she's an absolutely amazing woman. I would love to meet her someday. It was like, cause she's um, actually who I practice with for like the three years of, of my yoga practice, uh, starting with that night as like, I did one of her videos it was yoga for anxiety. Um, and yeah. so it's like 30 minutes. That's all I did. And that was all I needed. Um, and afterwards I put on like a guided meditation and just laid on the floor and sobbed uncontrollably for probably half an hour. Yeah. Um, so that was the start of my yoga day with getting back into it was just like having an absolute breakdown and not, not knowing what to do or where to go. Um, and then just, just, putting one on and getting on my mat. It's like I had a yoga mat. I just never rolled it out. Uh, and so for whatever reason, I, I rolled it out and I got on my mat and I just moved and, and cried <laughs> and, and that's what I needed. Um, and ever since then, uh, say I would do like video with her like a few times a week. And the more I started to do it, the more I started to fall in love with it because the more I was actually connecting with my body because um, I recognized for the longest time is like, I was just living all in my head. Um, and so many of us do, it's like, we're all up here all the time. Um, and it's so rajasic. It's just this turbulence, this chaos, especially with the mind. Um, it's like in yoga, it's like, you call it that monkey mind for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and it's like learning how to kind of flip that switch there to, to silence that voice and actually get back in my body, recognizing that I was so disconnected from my physical body for so long. Um, and a big reason was because I had so much trauma that I was carrying in my body. And so it's like, as a child, the only way to survive that was to essentially disassociate and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like essentially split myself, disconnected my mind from my body so that I didn't have to, to feel all of this hurt, all of this emotion that I didn't have the tools to cope with at the time. And so once I started getting back on my mat, it's like all of these things started coming back up and I was able to, to actually learn to move through them and to learn to breathe through them. And so breathing's the biggest thing. Like I am a pranayama queen until the day I die. Like <laughs> it will be one of my favorite tools. One of my favorite things to teach others is pranayama. So that breath this, um, and just learning how to, to use the breath to get into the body. I don't know if you can hear my cats, but they're being rude. so but anyway using using the breath to get into the body to get out of the mind and to just flow to let yourself be it's like we're human beings not human doings 
And so I was like, that's where my yoga journey started. And so I continued with that, like just that at home practice, following yoga videos, like all through college. Um, and then my senior year after I had already graduated, we were living in Ames while my partner was finishing up his class before we moved. And I just decided, I was like, I want to teach this. Um, and so my senior year, I had started teaching gymnastics um, to preteen gymnastics and like little kids recreational. Okay. And so I sort of fell in to teaching. Like teaching was something that was never on my radar, never had any interest or wanted to do, but started teaching gymnastics and absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and learned that I kind of had a knack for it just naturally as like, really, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, say, but like I said, it's like gymnastics. It's so, it's a beautiful sport. Don't get me wrong. And I absolutely love it and will have a place for my heart, uh, always, but it's just, it's so rough on the body. Um, say as a competitive gymnast myself, as like, I still have issues, um, with my anatomy because of my gymnastics practice. So I was like, my knees are crap. My hips gone. Like, done for. <laughs> so it's like, I wanted to, to do something um, that would actually help people and, and benefit them. That was more than just um, like teaching the proper way to point your toes. kind of thing. Um, and so I was like, with yoga, it's like I had been doing like a daily practice for the past two years throughout my college career, starting uh, from my junior year. And so I was like, I just, I wanted to teach that. Um, and so we finally moved to Colorado. The first thing I did was look for a yoga studio. Um, and I found one that was doing a 200 hour yoga teacher training. And so I kind of, I went to one of their open houses for that program. First time I had ever set foot in a yoga studio. Um, so I was incredibly intimidated. Um, say so I was very much still kind of in my shell. That's one thing with teaching that really kind of helped me find who I was. Um, and kind of break out of that um, need to be in my own box kind of thing, hidden away from the world. Uh, so yeah, it's like I, once we moved here to, to Colorado, I think April of 2018, I stopped into Studio down there in the Springs for the first time um, and signed up for their 200-hour um, YP, which at that time I think was a 10-month program or something. Maybe it was eight months. It was like April to October, the end of October. So over long that is. <laughs> but yeah, did their YTT. Um, and then I've been teaching there ever since. And say so I branch out as like I do, um, I teach like my clients um, that I work with in the home now. Um, say I do yoga in the mornings as well. Um, say, and I've also, I teach for like local dance studios and I've done a few other odd and then things here and there. But so yeah, that's pretty much been, I guess, my journey up through there, um, saving my YTT in April of 2018 and graduating in October. Um, and yeah, I've been a teacher there ever since. That's amazing. What a beautiful journey. Um, <laughs> and I, I love that. Like, I feel like it's something that I hear um, a lot. It's or not a, it's just like a kind of a, a theme for so many of us who are, who are like very love yoga is like, it seems like so many people come back to yoga, like they know about it and then they come back to it yes. when they really need it. And it's, it's like, like, that's what happened for me as well. Like I'd known it my whole life, did it off and on with my mom my whole life. And then in, what was it? The beginning of 2019, I, um, just wasn't feeling great. And, um, I was like, I need to stretch more and, and, and work on my flexibility. And so I started mm -hmm. doing yoga with Adrian, um, instead of doing yoga, like, Oh, I'll do it like every week or something like that. So I do it every single day. And the difference was just incredible. And it really helped me get back to my body. Yes. And that's like, I guess, <laughs> Like there's such a misconception with yoga here in the West still. It's starting to lessen. Um, but it's like where yoga is all about like the flexibility and it's kind of only for like skinny white women. It's like, absolutely not. It's like yoga is for anybody and everybody um, say, and it's such a beautiful and it's so much more than just physical postures. Like the asana with yoga is just like one limb on the yoga tree. Um, and so it's like yoga is just this, this broad, all-encompassing practice and, and lifestyle you want it to be and that's the beautiful thing with it it's like you can take it far as you want um say but it's just it's such an amazing tool for just entire 
body wellness, like mind, spirit, and physical body. It's, it brings it all together so beautifully. And that's one of my favorite things about it is like, it really did help, help bring all parts of myself back together. It's like I said, I was so scattered and so disassociated from certain aspects of my own being that it's like, this just really helped me to like become myself again. Um, and so it's like, I will, I will preach it saving grace until the day I die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, that's something my mom says to me all the time too about yoga. She's like, so many people think it's just the asanas and it's like, Mm -hmm. that's such a small part of it. Like you could go to a, an ashram, like in India to do yoga and you would literally like never do a pose. Like, (laughs) yeah. Say, cause it's, that's not what like yoga is about. Like, I mean, the word yoga means like to yoke, um, or, and essentially it means to, to bring together, to have this union. Um, and so it's like, like we were just talking about this union between like mind, body and spirit. And it's like, it, that's, that's your yoga right there. Right. I love that. That's what's important. Um, yes. and this has made me think of a conversation that you and I have had, and I think it'd be interesting to talk about on here for a moment, um, about, um, how I know we've both said that we've, ex- we've experienced as we've like gotten more into our bodies and more spiritually aware and, you know, awakened and everything mm-hmm. that the, the ways of exercising that we've done in the past, like really intense, um, yes. intense the cardio workout. that high impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We it just, just can't it do doesn't it. doesn't resonate anymore. It does yeah. not. It doesn't. It's, um, like even lifting weights, like I, I cannot lift, like, I mean, I can, I can lift weights, but if I do, then I'm like dead for like days. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, I'd rather not. I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) To each their own. I know for some people that is an amazing practice, but for me right now, it absolutely is not. (laughs) No, I like, um, it's interesting because, so for me, like my big thing used to be running. I was a competitive runner and, you know, it was really hard on my body and, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it's really hard on your body. I truly... I do think yeah. it is. There are lots of people who are like, oh no, that's not true. But like, I do think it, it is true. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and every now and then I get like a bug and my, like a little like, running bug for like a week and I'll like go take a few runs. And that happened to me this past week. I was like waking up really early and I was like, I want to go run. And I did for a few days. And now my body's like, okay, you're good for like three months. Like we're, you don't need to run anymore. <laughs> Okay. Because it is, it's just like that high impact is like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's exhausting, at least for me. And I'm curious if this is how you feel too. Mm-hmm. It's like exhausting, but not in a good way. You know, like you could do a yoga practice, for example, that was, right. that's exhausting, but you feel energized after. But right. Like, like a high like, intensity, like, like a vinyasa, like a pre-yoga kind of thing. Like, yeah yoga can be a, a workout if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the beautiful thing with the practice as well. Like you can make it work for you. Um, say it's all about just moving the body in a way that feels true. Um, and so for each individual, that's going to look different. And that's the beautiful thing with this practice is that like, we all have different bodies. We're all going to have our own unique expression and have our own edge um, where we <laughs> essentially we find, um, it's like, I teach it all the time. This, this sukha, um, this idea of good space, this balance between effort and ease. Um, yes. And so that's what, it's one of my favorite things to incorporate into my classes is this idea. Of sukha. Um, and so that's going to be very different for, for everybody. Um, and so like for you and me, it's like what our good spaces is not, is not, like high intensity running or cardio or, or weight training, um, say that's just not what the body craves. And so that's, again, it's like this practice is all about listening to the story that the body has to share today. Um, and that's going to change day in and day out. And so it's just, it's this awareness and this ability to meet ourselves where we're at in any given moment. Um, and so it's like our practice of yoga is so much more than just the physical postures do on the mat it's this awareness then of our body of our spirit of our breath 
we're off the mat and just living our lives. And so it's like taking these tools that we cultivate on the mat, off the mat and into the, into the world essentially. Yeah. I love that. That's what yeah. exactly. Um, I have, so just a little curious side note. Um, do you know, um, and we can always cut this part out too, but do you know what your blood type is? I don't actually, but I'm pretty sure it's like a negative. Okay. That makes sense too, because, um, (laughs) there's some, like there, there are people who research the blood type stuff and uh, the A and AB and I'm AB are -hmm. like the two that are, that do not tolerate really intense exercise very well. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, you know, that makes so much sense then. Cause yeah, I was like, I have a, like my mom gave it to me as like that, um, like blood type diet. Yeah. Those little books. Yes. Um, and so the one I have is for like a, and like a negative, um, people. And so like pretty sure I'm in there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's, I I have those books too. Um, and when I read that, I was like, oh my God. Okay. Isn't that Mm -hmm. crazy? Right. Well, it was like one of the biggest things for me, um, confirmation wise was like for like not eating dairy for like my blood type. Um, which, I mean, I was born lactose intolerant anyway, so maybe that should have been a clue all along, but as human beings, we're incredibly stubborn and I am the queen of that. (laughs) Oh my God, we are so humans. (laughs) And so so stubborn. It's just like, why do you make it so hard? It doesn't have to be this hard. (laughs) Oh my God. So true. I'll say, but yeah. It was like cutting out dairy was one of the best things that I ever did. And I was like, my body just is like, thank you. <laughs> Please don't ever put dairy back in us again. <laughs> I'm so much happier. Thank you. Please keep it this way. Yep. For real. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's go to, um, because there's sister sciences and you're studying Ayurveda. Yes. So when did you start studying Ayurveda? What drew you to it? Like, did you learn about it when you started like doing your yoga? Your yes. YTC or, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was first introduced to Ayurveda through my YTT, one of the last um, programs we did as that uh, a part of that training. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with it. It was just like something just like woke up inside of me. It sparked this massive curiosity. And I was like, I need no more. Um, and really it's like, and I was like, a part of me felt like I had done it before. It was almost like, I was like, I, I recognize that. Um, and I was like, I want to, I want to bring it back. I want to incorporate again more and more. Um, so yeah, that's where I was first introduced to it was as part of my, my YTT. Um, okay. And so Ayurveda being like translating roughly into English as like the science or the study of life, um, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Um, but truly it's more about the the science of well-being of like essentially living your longest healthiest life um Mm -hmm. for your individual and unique constitution um and that's what really kind of drew me into it was that it was so um structured around like the unique elemental makeup of each individual um it's like with western medicine it's like there's such like broad generalizations um, and if you don't fit into one of those boxes, you're just like, you're SOL. <laughs> He's yeah. like, sorry, we don't know how to help you. Yeah. Um, and I always found that incredibly, incredibly frustrating because like have like had my own health, um, like related issues and, and journey um, that Western medicine has not been able to help me with in this list. Um, and their only um, solution to multiple doctors that I have been to is be like, um, well, you have this like pharmaceutical option or you have this ph- pharmaceutical option, or you can just like, you know, take over the counter painkillers and suck it up. Oh <laughs> so like, that's never, that's never the answer you want to hear especially when it's like, you want to understand like the underlying causes. I've never found a Western doctor that's like, well, what's the root of this issue right now? Other than just like slapping a bandaid on the sy- symptom and sending you on your way kind of thing. 
Uh, and so that's what really kind of drew me in. Like, I want to understand more about this practice so that I can heal myself. And then like that is like, I have such a passion for taking what I learn and then sharing it with others. And so that's exactly what I want to do. Um, and so I started my official um, training to be an Ayurvedic practitioner um, in May of this year. And so I was like, now we're into October. Um, say my first term I was studying like yoga philosophy um, and herbology and then uh, this term I am taking like all of our foundational courses so like Vedic nutrition um, yoga therapy um, and anatomy and so that's that's where I'm right now so cool okay so how long yeah. is um, the whole program how long is the whole course of study yeah, so that's the beautiful thing with this uh, program that I'm taking. Um, so my program is like all online through Yoga Bay Institute, if anybody is wanting to check them out. Um, so I was able to get a scholarship with them. So that was one of the biggest things um, was just like that scholarship has helped me out immensely. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. Um, and not to mention just with like how crazy life is and um, having online classes for me has been the way to go this year. Um, and so it's like, up to you with this program. Um, you can fast track it and get done in two years if you want, which is kind of what I am shooting to do to be done with two years. Um, say, but with it all being mine, you can sort of pace yourself. And so you can stretch it out if you want to, as like, I know there are some people that have finished it three or four years down the road, just because they spaced their classes out so much instead of having so many, um, like one right after the other. Um, but since I am so fresh out of college, I feel like I'm still like able to easily slip into that space of just study, 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 back to back to back to back kind of yeah. thing. So yes. And that's how I love to learn. It's like, I love just completely just dive into a subject head first and immerse myself in it and essentially live it. And that's just, it's like, I learned best by doing. And so it's like, I just, I dive in to, to anything I like to study. So I just had this like quick little vision flash of you like someday having like this like really gorgeous office where you can do art you like have your Ayurvedic consultations and you can do yoga like <laughs> on the mountain. Well I think you might have seen my vision as well because that's the plan is to eventually have like my own little practice. We, it's funny we have these actually there's like three empty lots like on the west side of our, our house. Um, that are essentially empty and they're owned by three different people that don't even live in this state. And so I'm like, if we can buy those, I want them <laughs> and I want to extend our yard and I want to build like my own little like she shed kind of thing where it's like, I can have like run my practice out of there. Um, and it's like, yeah, be able to, to see clients um, that are wanting to, to dive more into their beta side. But it's like since Ayurveda and yoga are sister sciences, they're essentially um, like opposite faces of the same way. Uh, it's like they work together beautifully. So it's like Ayurveda with like the lifestyle and the diet um, and just like the internal gut health kind of jazz. Um, and then yoga with the more like physical body and the mint aspect. And so using both of those pieces together um, is just like chef's kiss. <laughs> it's like I absolutely love it. Yes. Oh my God. And so it's like, I want to be able to do the Ayurveda and then the body work with the yoga. Um, like you said, um, and something I've never really thought about, it's like, I want to have like my own little apothecary thing. Um, and so it's like my partner and I were already talking about like all the different little herb beds that we can start. Cause it's like, I want to start growing all of my own herbs, uh, start making all of my own little tinkers and supplements and all that. And so having like this space where it's like, I can see clients and, and work with clients but like my own little apothecary um, and potentially do things like uh, tarot readings or um, Akashic record readings kind of thing um, as well kind of all mushified into one. <laughs> oh my god I love that that's such a beautiful vision I see that right? oh that's gonna be so exciting <laughs> that already is so exciting it is it is so it's like I finally like found my path and now it's just you know the stepping stones to get there. So it's like, <laughs> I'm doing the things, but now it's like my biggest lesson is patience. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Same, same. I have so many, like, I know where it's, I know roughly where I'm going, but I'm also, are you a specific or non-specific manifester in human design? Non-specific. <laughs> non-specific. Okay. Yeah. So same. So I like have like, you know, the feelings, but um, a feeling of, of this is the feeling I want of where I go. 
Um, and I kind of know like a rough path, but I'm like, right. Non-attachment mm-hmm. because patience and I don't know how exactly it's all going to turn out, but Oh my God. Yes. Um, I was like, the tails I know will find me eventually. It's like, they'll all fall into place, <laughs> They will. Say, but focusing on the details right now is not going to help me. Cause it's just, I'm not in space yet to start taking those action steps like truly creating like a business or a space quite yet so it's like right now I'm still very much in the role of student so I'm like this is where I need to stay but I know that's coming (laughs) yeah no that's so true (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that leads me to I want to I want to talk to you just for a couple minutes about the Akashic Records because that's like how we got connected yeah um it was all about the um you know through talking about the rainbow realm, the 23rd dimension, the sisters and your connection to all of it. So I would love yes. to like talk a little bit about what you've received about your connection, whatever you want to share, but um, yeah, it's really cool. So I'd love to talk about that for a minute. For sure. Well, it's like, I first um, found the records, I guess, I get like in the middle of last year. Um, that's when I first discovered Ashley Wood um, okay. in her podcast started when she was still like uh, running manifest this um, and that was like right at the end before she decided to end that and then start uh, align within mm-hmm. um, and so I've been there the, the whole journey with align within um, say and that's essentially how I, I like met you and so I was like I was part of um, one of the align within like soul circle groups um, and so that's actually how I met Mariana and through Mariana that's how I think like you popped up like on my feed yeah. through Instagram and stuff like that. And so like, however the algorithm works, which is a whole trippy story in and of itself, but <laughs> so true. <laughs> right. Um, and so that's how I, I met Mariana and then through Mariana, you and Mary, um, and then finding like the prismatic heart. And so I was like, Ashley was definitely the one who introduced me to the records. Um, and so I was like, uh, I know she had recommended like Linda Howe's book, how to read the Akash records. Um, and so I did end up getting that and I almost finished it. I was like, I was getting there towards the end and it just wasn't resonating anymore. So I never finished it. I kind of just closed it and set it to the side. I was like, got what I needed from that. Um, say, cause I had already learned how to access and read my own records. Um, and so once I had like that tool in the toolbox, I was like, I don't really resonate or feel like I needed that anymore. Um, and so I was like, I've been reading like my own records now um, say, and I've only so far like read my own records uh, say just reading for others. Isn't something that's, that's popped up yet <laughs> for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so for a little over a year now, and it has just absolutely changed my perspective on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and so that's, that's kind of where I've been with that. Um, but like I said, as like reaching out through social media, like I did this year is not something that I have ever done before. Um, but for whatever reason, I was like, I just felt the, the need to reach out and to connect in some capacity. Um, I was like, never expected it to, to blossom into what this is or what this is growing into this connection with the sisters and with the Akashic records, mm-hmm. um, or as like my own personal like connection, um, to like the star of therapy, um, in the plea in the Pleiades, but like in the, like the 13th dimension versus the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like where, where my journey, I guess, diverges from yours. It's like where I, um, I guess reside and work in the space of the 13th. Um, and I work a lot with the root chakra and with grounding and just all of these earthy elements as like, I know my, my goal and, and like one of my, um, missions, if you want to call it is to essentially bridge this gap between all of these higher dimensional concepts that seem really woo woo and scary to many, um, and to bring them down and to make them seem less woo, I guess. <laughs> to make them seem more accessible, um, to, to everybody, uh, and to, to the the lay person who like, isn't right. Yeah. To, to introduce them essentially is like to to be this, um, this mediator, essentially this connector to help essentially bring all of, uh, it's like, we live in a world where it's like so many people are still so disconnected from this element, this aspect of spirit. Um, and like we were talking about with yoga, it's like, that's such a beautiful practice for 
creating that union between mind, body, and spirit. And so we're just now like with Western men um, and, and here in the West, getting into this idea of the gap between the mind and the body, um, yeah. learning how the body keeps the score of all of like our emotional trauma or our mental trauma, that kind of jazz. Um, but we're still missing that element of spirit. And yeah. so it's like with um, the Akashic Records, it's now this other tool that I have that I can use to help people reconnect with that, that third element, that aspect of spirit into actually all of that into union together. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love them too, because like, for me, one of the big things I love, I love the records for is finding the root cause of, you know, physical, mm -hmm. physical illness or physical discomfort. Cause that's what I've really, that's what my journey has been about so much. And it is sure. it's like that, that and it, it's bridging that gap. And when you connect to the spirit, you get information about the body mm -hmm. and the mind. And so, right. Cause it's like, we are beautiful. spirit. It's like so many we of are. us we're so disconnected from this aspect of spirit. There are so many people that don't even believe that spirit is a thing. I know, <laughs> which is wild. Right. It's like for those of us that are connected to that element, that aspect of spirit, which it's like, that is what animates us. It's like, I mean, the spirit is what animates the body. It's like the body, you're not taking that with you uh, when you go. It's the, it's the spirit that goes afterwards um, and the spirit that lives on. Exactly. So it's like just, the idea of not, I don't know, <laughs> believing that that spirit isn't even a thing as, oh, who hurt you, honey? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. You're so just Where are you hurting? Where are you hurting? <laughs> Speaking of spirit, okay, this is, this is weird. I don't know if you've like noticed this, but I just like, it keeps on drawing my attention. My camera, like, it's like going dark to light, dark to light. Yes, and, like, it is. <laughs> I'm like, is there something here with me? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like I, on my end too like there's like so I'm just gonna say this apologizing to anyone who's listening too because on my end there is a little bit of like there's been a little bit of back and forth like coming back and forth with this signal so I know the recording will pick that up but you know it's fine we're on a zoom call but I think there's like little it's like literally doing it again I really think there like must be something in here I'm gonna have to like it's so crazy. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say to um, the other, I just want to say this because this is really interesting. Um, and I love that you've like, this has come up for you because I think that people listening might um, like connect to this as well to the idea that like, sure. There are so many, there are like, we talk about like Mary and I, we talk about the 23rd dimension a lot. Cause that's like where we work, mm -hmm. but you like work with the sisters as well. Like you're super connected to the root and you like are like have a lot of energy, like that you embody of the root, but you do it mm -hmm. in the 13th. And so right. like, that's another, and it's really, we had this realization that the 13th is like, um, the in-between place between the dimensions yeah. and that's, yeah. It's and the, so like the in-between it's like this stellar gateway that connects essentially every dimension um exactly. it bridges they meet in the 13th and then they branch they out on their like uh, rainbow bridges to all the other yes two. yeah well and it's also they're super connected um to like metatron's cube so if you look up that sacred geometry shape there are 13 circles and from within each 13 circles breaks off another metatron's cube and and so it, they just, they spiral off into infinity. And so it's just, Amazing. it's a magical space, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. that space of the third. It's very fluid. It's very dynamic. Like it's just, it's, it's ever changing. Yeah. It is. And, I, and I'm really excited to continue like learning from you as you continue to discover more <laughs> about the 13th. But I just wanted to like bring that up because, um, you're clearly like, you're such a rainbow soul. Like you're clearly connected to all of this, but, but you can like, you can be a rainbow soul and you don't have to like work solely in the 23rd dimension. Like you can be right. connected to other places. And so I just want to say that because mm -hmm. that's like, like Mary and I have said from the beginning, we just are sharing what we receive and it's always like changing. So I just want to like add that in because that's not something that we like necessarily said the very beginning so we hadn't received that yet or like understood sure. that yet so um <laughs> yeah I want to share that because that's it's really cool yes. and it's just a whole other way of um getting to look at everything which is really fun yeah. it's all about perspective um, and so it's like the 
it's like the 13th is a beautiful place to do that. But even like the third, the fourth, the fifth, it's like, it's just, we are the universe experiencing self in infinite and conceivable amount of perspectives. That's what we are supposed to do. So like you said, it's like we, we can work with these concepts and these ideas from, from really any space. And that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to work with them from the space that we're in and then learn from that and grow. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like this is a good place to kind of wrap it up. I'm just feeling like, sure. like we've got a lot of good stuff out. So um, there, if you had any specific questions like with yoga or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, I guess like maybe just for everyone who's listening, what would you suggest? Like if somebody is like, they want to start yoga, but they don't really know what to do. How sure. would you how would you suggest they get started? Like, where should they start? Yes. Well, the hardest part is showing up. It truly is. Like, that is the hardest part is choosing to create the space to to pull out a mat. And honestly, you don't even need a mat to do yoga. It's just choosing to create a space for you to sit with yourself exactly where you are um, and, and letting yourself be. And so uh, yoga practice, it doesn't even have to be physical postures. It can just be breathing. It can be a pranayama practice, a breath practice. Um, and so like for any who's just trying to start, uh, I am biased, but as like, I would definitely recommend like checking out like yoga with Adrian on YouTube. And there are so many other like fantastic yoga guys that share content on YouTube um, say I work with a few that share videos. It's like you can find them. Um, I was like, if you follow me or anything on social media, Yoga Studio Satya, all that jazz. As like, there's so many beautiful resources online. Um, Tara Styles with Strala Yoga, which is all about like organic movement. Um, she's very flowy with her practices. Um, good place to start if you've never done it before and you're just wanting to start. I would definitely say like find a yoga with Adrian video that resonates with you um, or even just get a mat and breathe and let the breath guide you um, because it's the breath that comes first with any yoga practice. And so just getting on your mat and thing that in and of itself is a yoga practice. If all you can do is sit on your mat and breathe for five minutes, fabulous. You've started. The heart is starting and being up. And then once you feel comfortable, just letting it flow from there. And so it's like with yoga, it's not worrying so much about what an asana looks like, but what it feels like. And so it's like, don't get caught up in here in the head um, and, and thinking that you have to do something right or you're doing something wrong. Just let that go. Let go of that, that need to judge that we talked about at the start of, of this recording and just let yourself flow. Let breath guide you and move in a way that feels to you, that feels good. And that's your yoga. So that's where I would recommend to start. But if you want more, you're more than welcome to to find me or join a class, find a local studio. Um, Say, but I know that can be kind of scary right now with the world being the way it is. Um, So, you know, an at-home online practice is the way to go now. There are so many, even a studio doing Zoom classes. So there are so many resources. It's just the hardest part is showing up. I agree. I love that. And where can everyone find you? Oh, well, I have such a love-hate relationship with social media. I have started quit so many times. <laughs> but right now, it's like you can find me on Instagram um, at Perspective Justice. Um, say, and I'll send you that if you want to link it below or anything like that. Um, but as like I said, I also I teach at Yoga Studio Satya right now in Colorado Springs. So if you're in that area, um, but we do also have Zoom options. So I teach a hybrid class where it's like I have people in the studio with me, but I also teach that same class Zoom. Um, so if you want to join me from there in the world, if you have the time and the space, then you're more than welcome to do that as well. Amazing. Okay. Well. Thank you for sharing um, and thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today, yeah, talking with us today. Sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Hey everybody. Wow. Wasn't that such an amazing episode? 
I um, absolutely loved having this conversation with Marco, and I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts as usual. If you want to um, share anything, you can always share at our Instagram at the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. Um, and we would really love to hear what you thought of this episode. And you can find Margot at her Instagram, um, which is Perspective Justice. You can also find her at her yoga studio in um, Colorado Springs. And I will be including a link for that. Um, she does teach um, at least one class a week online on Zoom. So even if you're not in Colorado Springs, you can flow with her um, virtually, which is really amazing. So I will be leaving all of that in the show notes so that you can reach out to her, so you can sign up for a yoga class with her, um, all the good stuff. Um, and for now, I will leave you with that. Thank you so much for being here and sharing this space with us. And I'm wishing you all the most amazing rest of your day. And also wishing you all, all of you who are in the U.S., a happy Thanksgiving and a safe one, um, healthy one. And to everyone, enjoy this last week of November things are continue, going to continue to ramp up energetically, which we will be talking about um, most likely in our next episode. So just continue to hold space for yourself, to rest, to integrate, and to pay attention to what you're feeling because there is a lot going on. Sending you all lots of love.